Hey everybody, welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 27, John and Wendy Talk to Amanda Brunson. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. Happy summer, John. It It is. We don't talk <laughs> weather anymore, but I will say it has been incredibly brutally stinking hot in in virginia (laughs) you know we're in the upper 90s with 115 uh heat indexes and man i I, you know it was bad in chicago when we were up there this is just as bad and i'm ready for it to be over but but i'm inside with you i'm here you're at home We're, we're inside we're recording where it's nice and and temperate yes maybe maybe you can explain to the folks we are staying super busy uh, over the we summer with doing this, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're doing a bunch of back-to-back recordings because we've got a, we've, we've both got pretty busy summers going on, um, which is a good thing. You know, you want to keep, you know, keep your kids busy, keep yourself busy. But, you know, I've got uh, a community theater be on Broadway someday. <laughs> Daughter and I are doing a community theater Annie production this summer, and we're just having a blast with that. So taking advantage of one of our few nights off of rehearsals <laughs> to get some of these recordings done uh, and then you've got august blocked off yes so. august is going to be super fun traveling for day job also a uh, tremendous opportunity to speak out in sioux falls and in brookings which we'll yep. hopefully mention maybe in a future episode a little bit more but yeah i'm gonna be doing some speaking out your way and then yep. more travel for work but when you go to broadway hopefully maybe our guest that we're going to be getting ready to introduce maybe she might be one of the people that will take over the ranks because i know once you get too big for me uh, i'll be sad <laughs> but but i'll remember the good i'll remember the good old days we, yeah why, why don't you make that introduction and we can get started so excited to welcome amanda to the podcast tonight uh we had the opportunity to meet her at sherm 18 she came to uh, a couple of the events that we had planned which was fantastic so we got a chance to know her a little bit better but she is an hr young professional and still fairly new to the hr profession um she works in a consulting firm as an HR generalist in Orlando. She's been an active member of SHRM since uh, 2014 and has been uh, active in local SHRM chapters as well. Um, she was a member of a local, of a student chapter while she was in college and is now, has uh, joined the board of directors for the Greater Orlando SHRM, which is fanta- fantastic. She earned her SHRM CP credentials earlier this year. She's originally from West Virginia and a huge fan of everything Disney. In fact, her favorite quote of all time is, of course, by Mr. Walt Disney, if you can dream it, you can do it. Amanda, welcome to the show. And our first question is, what is in your glass? Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I have a nice cold glass of V8 Splash. (laughs) So it is very hot here in Orlando, and so some juice is very refreshing. I'll bet it is. Which flavor of Splash do you have? Because don't they make like 10 of them? (laughs) They do. It's um, the orange pineapple because it's only missing a little bit of Malibu rum. Um, (laughs) Really good, but... (laughs) I love it. Amanda, I, you were you were kind enough to let let me sit with you at dinner one night, and you probably heard stories you'll never want to hear again. And I'm shocked that you came <laughs> on the show. But uh, you know, we talked a little bit about you and your background there. But can you tell us a little bit more of what got you interested in into the world of human resources? So I'm not one of the ones that um, just fell into it. I actually wanted to be in HR, um, but not at first. I had several major changes between like high school and the time I entered 
uh, graduate school. Originally, like way back when, <laughs> I wanted to be a journalist. Um, oh, I went, I, yeah, I went to school for a year for that. And I was like, nope, I'm good. So, <laughs> um, I did take a couple years off after that. But then I decided that, you know, I was, I was ready to go back. And it was like 2010, I think. And I was undecided about what I wanted to do. I just knew that I didn't want that minimum wage job anymore. I wanted to get back into it and, and see what I could do. I enrolled in like a, you know, local school. And I had like this advisor and he was just like, are you sure you want to be here? I'm like, if I didn't want to be here, why would I be here? <laughs> so I went to the office like right after that meeting. I said, what do I have to do to have a new advisor? And they said, change your major. I'm like, okay. So I'm like looking at what they have to offer. And I'm like, well, I had a psychology class one, t- uh, one time. I was like, it was kind of cool. So let's do that. Basically, I, I took some psychology class. I said, nope, don't want to do this either. However, I did find a class that was kind of interesting, and it was uh, industrial and organizational psych. So it was like, I like psychology and I like business. I'm like, oh, this kind of meets both worlds. I went to visit a school in Virginia, about four or five hours from where I lived, and to kind of go over their program that they had. And I met some of the people that were in the program, and I realized what they do every day, and I said, no, I don't want to do this either. <laughs> so, so basically, I don't remember if it was that semester or the semester afterwards, but I did have uh, a human resource pro- um, class, and I loved it. You know, it showed me that there was a career out there that was for me because my passion all along has been, you know, making a difference, creating dreams, just kind of being there. So, kind of long story short, I guess the program I was in was a a program for non-traditional students, because by the time I went back, I wasn't that traditional student anymore. And basically, all you had to do to graduate was have 120 credit hours. They didn't care what you were studying. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't want this degree to be for nothing. So I think I they did have different like emphasis that you could do. So um, by the time it was all said and done with, I had an emphasis in psychology, business administration, and leadership. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I didn't want it to just, I didn't want to just take classes, you know, I wanted to do something that was going to, to better, you know, my future. Sure. So like once, you know, that was over, I started reach, uh, researching graduate schools because I was like, okay, human resources is what I want to do. I was living in West Virginia. I researched like schools up and down the East Coast. Um, I was looking at different places like or different things such as like costs and number of students. Found a couple of schools that were interesting to me, but I found this one here um, near Orlando called Rollins College. And I said, man, that, and it was in Winter Park, Florida. I was like, I wonder where Winter Park, Florida's at. Um, Because I didn't know. And a lot of people don't believe me when I say that. But I looked it up and, you know, you said that I love Disney, and which I do. And I found out that Winter Park and Orlando were like right next to each other. And I'm like, I'm going to school. (laughs) I was like, so I did everything I had to to make sure I got enrolled um, into Rollins. I graduated in December um, of 2013 on a Friday night, and by Saturday afternoon, I had an acceptance letter to Rollins in my mailbox. So wow. that's kind of, yeah, um, I moved down here following August to start school, and within a month and a half, I found an HR internship that really helped me because I didn't have, a, you know, I didn't really have any experience prior to, to moving down here. So going to school at night, learning during the day, you know, doing what I was doing, and it, it just was so wonderful. I loved it. And then after I graduated, I was recruited into the role I'm in now 
I love it. That's kind of where I'm at. So awesome. I love the fact, Amanda, that you figured out a lot of things you didn't want to do so early. <laughs> so yes. That's tremendous. Me too. But being non-traditional is just fine if you figure out, you know what, I don't want to do some of these things. It's, it's mm-hmm. great to know it. It's great, better to know it now than later. Yes, exactly. definitely. Amanda, you have been yeah. really active in the Sherm YP group. How did you get started with them? You know, I think um, I was thinking about this earlier, and I think it goes back to Sherm 15 when we were in Las Vegas. I had an invitation for a student and YP networking event, and I had never heard of the YPAC before because I was still pretty new to Sherm, but I wanted to go to the event just to kind of check it out. You know, I don't really remember meeting a whole lot of people that time because I was with a bunch of my um, students, classmates from Rollins. I do think I remember meeting Nancy Conway from Sherm, though. So that was the first connection. So that was oh, pretty yeah. awesome. And then in the spring of 2016, I went to Atlanta for the Sherm Student Case Competition and Career Summit. At the time, I wasn't really active on Twitter. I was pretty much only using it when I was at, like, HR events. Um, but during that event, I saw that Dan Cross was blowing up Twitter. And I was like, wow, who is this guy? <laughs> and I was like, you know, he's, he's here at this event, but who is he? I want to meet him. So I did, in fact, uh, meet him in person because it was a pretty small um, group. I think it was about 300 people. And so I introduced myself to him. I learned that he was the the social media lead for the YPAC. And I'm like, oh, what is this? You know, I need to learn more about this YPAC. I want to get involved and see what there is. So when SHRM 16 came around, I found uh, the invitation again for the student and YP networking event that they were going to have. Uh, while I was there, ran into Dan, ran into Nancy. Um, Danny actually introduced me to a YPAC member that was actually living in Orlando. So that was pretty cool. I got to connect with them. I let them know that I was interested in joining the YPAC, and you know they told me that applications would be out later in the year, so I kept an eye for them. Uh, fortunately, you know, I did apply but didn't make it. However, I wasn't ready to give up. Uh, when I saw Nancy and other YPAC members at Sherm 17, I was like, okay, I really want to do this. My time is not yet running out, but it's getting there. <laughs> um, it is, you know, for under 30. They basically just said, you know, they re- received so many applications for less than 15 spots and just to keep trying. I kept an eye out for the applications and you'll never believe what I did, but I actually forgot to apply. Oh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was planning a Disney cruise with one of my best friends and it was just, you know, trying to get ready for the cruise and, you know, missing work for a week and everything. I just let it slip by. And so when I got home, was looking through my personal emails I saw that the deadline had passed. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. So I was like, you know what? Just apply. You never know. The worst they can say is no again. So I I did the application. I emailed Nancy, and I apologized. And because I had connected with her so many times, she went ahead and accepted my application. And then a couple months later, I received an email that I'd been accepted. Awesome. Uh, There were over 400 applications this past year, and I was one of the few. So I was so excited. It's such an honor. I love it. It's a great opportunity. That's awesome. One of the things that uh, we know you got to do recently, Amanda, was to guest host Next Chat, uh, yeah. which is obviously a, a we're big fans of uh, for multiple yeah. reasons. What was that experience like? And if someone called you, DM'd you something and said, hey, Amanda, I'm going to be hosting Next Chat, what would you tell them? What advice would you give them about that experience? So, yeah, I, I did get to host the next shot. It was awesome. Um, and that was because of my involvement with the YPAC. 
you know, when they asked us earlier in the year uh, what we had an you know, interest in, like leading initiatives. And I was like, yeah, I'll uh, be interested in leading the social media one. So they're like, OK, cool. So we're going to have you do this. And as the social media leads, we found out that two of our main responsibilities are to write blogs for the Sherm blog and to host three next chats per year. I had no idea. <laughs> what next chat was. <laughs> I think I had seen it um, at the time I was following Steve Brown because I had just recently finished his book and you know I would see him and a few other people you know using the hashtag next chat and I'm like what is this? So when uh, Jasmine and Johnny Taylor did their next chat back in April you know I decided okay I should probably check this out if I'm going to have to host some here in the future. Um, <laughs> but I do have to tell you hosting is such a different experience than participating. Luckily, I knew the questions in advance, so I was able to prepare the answers. But it's like when you post, everybody replies to you, and you've got a ton of other people participating, you're trying to keep up. It was so hard, but it was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. I even talked to Kelly Zippel and Mary Taylor afterwards, and they were saying that they were having a hard time keeping up, so I didn't feel so bad. <laughs> um, so to answer your second question, I think my advice to someone that would have an opportunity to host a next chat is, you know, make sure your answers are prepared in advance. Definitely use like your computer versus your phone. And if you have multiple monitors, use them all. <laughs> when I do it, I have my notifications on one side and then the, the chat on the other side. I wish I had a third one just for next chat so I could like one for typing too but you know I, I make it work and then I guess I would also recommend acknowledging as many people as you can you know whether it's liking their tweets or responding you know I always get really excited when a host likes my responses or ensure like retweet something that I have to say you know it's a really good feeling so I think others probably would feel the same way we wholeheartedly agree with all that yes. <laughs> as, as, as people that facilitate a chat we, you know, we certainly uh, feel the pain, and but no, I think yeah. it's great, great advice to somebody. And yes. uh, we should talk offline about getting you hooked up with a Hootsuite or Tweet Deck because I think that'll help you a lot if you're going to be. I, yeah, I did road. try the. Oh, sorry, I did try the Tweet Deck, but I just kind of liked doing it the way I'd been doing it a little bit, just the way I had it laid out. Yeah. You just have to figure out what works for you. That's right. Um, That's and I, I wholeheartedly agree with multiple monitors. Because, <laughs> yeah, I do that even at home during the social hour chat. I've done one or two just on my phone. And, man, yeah, you, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's hard to keep up. So, Amanda, not everyone likes the, you know, quote, where do you see yourself in five years question. Yeah. But. What do you see yourself doing in HR as your career matures? Man, I was looking at this earlier and I was thinking, you know, from the time I was in high school until I graduated from Rollins, I always had to have my life planned out. Um, <laughs> you know, it might not have always worked out the way I planned. I will never forget the time that I found out I was going to be graduating a semester early. I had a meltdown. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. <laughs> I was like, but well, what am I going to do for the next eight months before I go to graduate school? <laughs> but, you know, now that I've had, you know, a couple of years to, to really sit down and think about it, you know, since I've graduated and got it, um, my, my job and my professional life in a good place, um, I'm kind of ready to start working on my personal life a little more. You know, thinking about my HR career, 
I don't exactly know, you know what I'll be doing in five years or 10 years, whatever. I know that my ultimate goal is that I want to work for Sharm one day. You know, it's just a goal that I've had in mind for a long time. And I don't know what kind of role I would want to do, but I just know that Sharm's is uh, on the way there. Awesome. Yeah. But, you know, really until that happens, I think I just want to take the next however many years, continue to network, learn, succeed in whatever I end up doing. You know, I really like the job I'm in now. I never know what the future is going to hold. Hopefully I'm there for a few years, but you never know. I just hope that uh, no matter where I'm at, you know, I want to be happy. That's really what's important to me. I have no doubt, Amanda, that if you want to be doing that down the road, that that will happen. I think yeah. you're, you've got so oh, much definitely. great stuff going on and Thank being you. as engaged as you are. I think you're doing all the right things. And we think some people from that organization listen to us every once in a while, too. So hint, hint. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, if, if we say that you want to be the Nancy Conway um, of the future, that'll get her on. She's awesome. I, I work with her quite a bit. She's our rep here in the Midwest or, yeah. the, or excuse me, North Central. So I love, love taking opportunity to, to chat with her and, and, and yeah. talk with her. So she's great. Yeah, I, I told uh, Callie Zippel cause she's over the YPAC now. I told her there at Sherm, I said, I'm going to be you one day. <laughs> I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, Amanda, it is now time for everyone's favorite part of our show. The question, half hour question connection. Ooh. And our first question is do you remember how you first connected with us? I do, and it was next chat. <laughs> However, I went a little more and did my homework, and I found it exactly <laughs> when I first connected with you and John. So on April 25th, um, not too long ago, um, John posted a hey on next chat, and I was like, hello. <laughs> and, uh, and then, Wendy, the following week, I think I had said something about um, – you know, being kind of new to next chat and you welcomed me. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, so. Yay, we did it. We appreciate you doing your homework too. That's yes. awesome. You've done so much when it comes to networking so far, Amanda, but talk to us a little more about how it's really helped you so far and what's been really effective for you when it comes to networking. Oh my gosh. Networking is everything to me. Um, anybody I talk to, I'm like networking, please do your networking. A really awesome kind of story for me, and hopefully it's not too long, but it's, I, I like to tell it. So when I first moved to Florida, I moved here on August 3rd of 2014, and I knew I wanted to get into HR. I was working for Sam's Club selling cell phones at the time, <laughs> and I was like, okay, what do I have to do? So I was at that Gosherm Greater Orlando chapter meeting on August the 8th, like five days later, <laughs> you know, and I connected with the college relations director who um, then got me connected with Yvette, who is just wonderful. Um, she was actually already a student at Rollins, so um, she helped me get involved with the Rollins chapter. And, you know, there for the first year or so, it was difficult to go to the Gosher meetings, just, you know, with school, there was conflict with the classes and everything. But I tried to go as often as I could, and I think there was a networking meeting somewhere in 2015 that I met a recruiter at and we became friends. She was friends with a few other Gosher members. So after graduation, I was slowly looking for an HR job. And the reason I say slowly is the job that I had at the time had some pretty awesome perks. And the perks that I had were a suite at the Amway Center, which is like our big place for concerts and stuff. 
And oh. I was on the list for free Maroon 5 tickets. Oh. So I was not in a hurry <laughs> to look for a job <laughs> until after the concert was over. But, you know, then the concert came and went and I was like, okay, it's time to really, you know, settle or, you know, figure out what I'm going to do here. And, you know, my boss, he was awesome. He knew I was looking because he knew my passion for HR. He And I wasn't doing HR at that job. I was his executive assistant. And so he knew. And one Wednesday afternoon, he pulled me into his office and said, hey, you know, how's your job search going? And I said, you know, it's kind of slow. It's kind of waiting to see what's going on because there were some changes going on at the um, organization I was at. And he said, well, I want to let you know that um, your position is going to be eliminated at the beginning of the year. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> you know, what do you say to something like that? So later that afternoon, that recruiter friend that I made back in 2015 reached out to me out of nowhere. I hadn't told her I was looking for a job. She said, I have a job I want to talk to you about. I'm like, okay, sure, I'll talk to you about it. Uh, it was for an HR assistant position. The pay was around what I was already making. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you. Um, so she told me about the job. I sent her my resume. They, her and her boss sent it on to uh, the director of finance at this company. She called me back later that same day and said, uh, I have an interview for you tomorrow afternoon. I'm like, okay, cool. So I went into work the next day. I told my boss, I'm going to have to leave early. He's like, all right, that's fine. And so I went to the interview. Um, the, it was a very casual conversation, but it, it made me feel comfortable. I was like, okay, this is really nice. I could get along with this lady. The only concern she had for me was that my commute would be too long and I would want to leave after a few months because the company was about an hour away from where I lived. And I said, you know, it's fine. The The drive gives me a time to, to unwind, relax. And then by the time I get home, I get to play with my cat. And she had just gotten a cat. So we had a cat for like 10 minutes during my job. And, <laughs> and I'm like, this is the best conversation I've ever had during an interview. <laughs> So I left. It was probably like three o'clock when I left, maybe two o'clock. I don't know. And by five o'clock that afternoon, I had received the offer. And it was just because I had, you know, met this recruiter a couple years before and we stayed in touch and she knew that, you know, I would be a really good candidate for this position. <laughs> the funniest part about this whole story is I walked into work on Monday morning. It was boss's day and I had a boss's day card in one hand and my resignation notice in the other <laughs> And I said, well, you said to go find a job, so I did. <laughs> well, there, there's awesome. beautiful symmetry in that. I, oh, yes. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So needless to say, I'm a huge advocate for networking. I have so many other, you know, shorter stories that I'm not going to get into. But like I said, if anybody's asking me, you know, what do I do to need, what do I need to do to get ahead? I'm like, how do you start a networking? If you're not, you need I just think it's so important. Wonderful. So, Amanda, who do you read or follow for HR Insights? I'd have to say Steve Brown, of course, because he's just awesome. I also like to read Steve Gilliland, um, Simon uh, Sinek, Andy Masters. And here in the last few months, I've started with the HR Tribe, everybody that you follow Next Tribe, the bloggers, and, of course, both of you. It's just this whole new world of Twitter has opened my eyes to so many new things. <laughs> it's just, it's been great. So I've gotten a lot of insights from everything. Amanda, how do you enjoy giving back to the HR community? Oh, I love it. I'm involved with so much, but I think my biggest passion is 
you know, helping students grow into the HR pros that they want to be. Um, I want to be able to, to help them. I want them to know that I'm here to mentor them if they're interested. After I graduated, I went back to Rollins to present to the student chapter members about transitioning into a professional career. Um, I stayed on as advisor for a year and I assisted with a student HR conference they wanted to host. So I just wanted everyone to know that I was there to, to be able to be a mentor to them if they'd like. But it's not just students. It's just anyone that's, you know, new to the HR profession. Um, if they're new to Orlando, I moved down here by myself. I didn't know anyone when I moved here. And just connecting with people that are new so that they have someone that they are like, hey, I can reach out to this person and they can help me. Whether it's, you know, where's the closest restaurant or what's the best restaurant, something like that. So it's it's great. And, you know, just in the last few months, um, I've connected with people here in Central Florida because Steve Brown and Christina Minyard asked for my help. And I'm like, of course, you know, I want to be able to give back and, you know, acknowledge the people that have helped me. So I want to be able to give back by helping others. So what's your favorite movie? Oh my gosh, I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to, and like, these are like all mostly franchises or like a, whatever, but the Fast and Furious franchise is like probably my favorite. And then the Harry Potter movies are awesome. And anything yeah, pretty... Yeah, almost anything with Adam Sandler I love as well. Uh, I think think Big Daddy is probably my absolute favorite Adam Sandler movie, but I just love him in almost anything. (laughs) How about your favorite musician or band? I have a lot of those, too. (laughs) Maroon 5, of course, because I had to, like, keep my job. Um, (laughs) I like things like Sia, Backstreet Boys, um, Eminem, Scotty McCreary. And I also have a, a friend that's a country singer. He's not, like, super famous, but he tours as Vegas McGraw. And um, so he's like, does a tribute to, to, to McGraw. And I'm oh. actually flying from Florida to West Virginia on Wednesday because he's going to be in my hometown on Friday performing. Uh, he's a real good friend, and I'm really excited. But he he's probably one of my favorites just because he's done so much and I've kind of seen him grow from, you know, starting out to where he's at now. So that's always fun. Yeah, that's always fun. What about a favorite TV show? I definitely have a lot of those, but my absolute favorite is Once Upon a Time, and not just because it's Disney. I actually got to go to a Once Upon a Time convention at the beginning of June, and I got to meet my most favorite actor and actress from the show. And I was just in heaven. I was just like, this is the best thing ever. And it was, just, it was so cool. I made like a little scrapbook. So I'd never forget it. And definitely my favorite there. Oh, very um, fun. I am very glad to know that I'm not the only person that attends conventions that are not. <laughs> related. So that's our bond tonight, Amanda, you got your thing and I got comic books. So Ooh. yeah, that's, that's cool. I think that's really, really cool. That is cool. So when you're not, I, I will say though, I'm surprised your favorite movie is not a Disney movie. That was a little surprising to me. Well, but I have a lot of those too, but I, fair enough. Know, I can't pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're not watching those franchises, not listening to to all these various artists, or or watching Once Upon a Time, what else do you like to do outside of work? Well, of course, Disney. I mean, it's pretty much in my backyard. I haven't been as much this year as I'd like to, but. I, I just, I love to go there. It's kind of like 
my own little world <laughs> when I go there. It's just, it makes me happy, and I, I kind of just forget about, you know, work and anything that's going on when I'm there, so that's pretty awesome. And, of course, I have cats that I adopted in January. I love them to death. I don't know where I'd be without them. I also like fall. I haven't done it for a while, um, but I was pretty competitive when I was growing up, and I keep saying I'm going to get back into it, but I just uh, I can't seem to find the time. <laughs> well, you're awfully busy. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff. But one day. One day. I mean, if you were not in HR, uh, what do you think you would be doing professionally? One thing I love to do is planning, whether it's party planning, event planning, being a travel agent for Disney, something. <laughs> uh, I just love to do, and like at work, um, employee engagement is like one of my favorite things. So, you know, I like to plan events for them. And so even though we're talking about non-HR, but it's just any type of event, any type of party, um, anytime like my friends are traveling down here to go to Disney, they always like look me up. They're like, okay, what do we need to do? Um, if I have <laughs> friends that are going with me, I have like the whole day planned out. Uh, I went with a couple of friends a couple months ago and like we did everything in like one day. And they're like, man, we oh would have never been able to do this, you know, if we would have come by ourselves. And I'm like, that's why you have me. <laughs> Amanda, I, I want to congratulate you for successfully getting through the question connection, through the conversation at large. And, and like I said earlier, I appreciate you letting an old man sit at dinner and tell you with <laughs> stories. But uh, it, we, it was just really so glad we got to spend some time together at yeah, conference and then some spend some time this evening together. For those of you, for our listeners that don't know you or haven't gotten in, in contact yeah. yet, what's the best way to reach you out there? I'd say probably Twitter. Um, I do have a new Twitter handle um, as of a couple weeks ago. It's the HR Panda. LinkedIn, I am on there, Amanda Brunson, B-R-U-N-S-O-N, for those of you that don't know. I am on Facebook and Instagram, but it's more of a personal. You're so welcome to look me up on there. But Twitter and LinkedIn is probably the best. And um, here soon, uh, my friend Lorena and I, the one that she was traveling with me when we went to the conference, we're going to have our own blog. Um, we're Yay. working on cool. getting things set up, and it's going to be called the the Future of HR. We're very excited. We're getting ready to to work on our, our first one that we're going to publish out there. So, um, you know, kind of if you fo follow me on Twitter, um, you know, keep an eye out for updates on that. Uh, we're really excited. She like texted me up one day, was like, "We need to start a blog," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're we're really excited about that. So, you know, keep an eye out for that as well. We we will certainly put your contact yes. information in the show notes, and we will keep an eye out for that blog because yeah, we will we will be happy to share that too for sure. Yep. Wendy, what's the best way for our, our listeners to reach you? Oh, the best way to reach me is always on Twitter. I am Wendell93 or on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. You are also welcome to uh, find me on LinkedIn. Uh, just be sure to let me know that you uh, heard our blog and uh, connect with me that way. And always on the fourth Sunday of the month, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern Time chatting on the hr social hour so hope you'll hope you will find us there how about you john you can always find me on twitter john j-o-n underscore thurman t-h-u-r-m-o-n-d happy to connect on linkedin again always ask send me that personalized invite i appreciate it 
you have a question or comment about the show or monthly chat, send us an email, hrsocialhourpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook if you search the HR Social Hour. You can find the show at hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. You can also hear us on iTunes, Podbean, Podchaser, hrpodcasters.com, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. If you like what you hear, like we always ask, rate and review. It really, really does help us gain more visibility and help us continue to build our community. So, Amanda, again, thanks for being with us tonight. And for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next time. 